another titillating episode of the Brain Ladle. Oh, you like podcast. that word? You didn't like titillating. Uh, tantalizing. I, I do like that word. Oh, you do. Oh, I like titillating. Okay. It's it's refreshing. Yeah, it is a uh, tantalizing and uh, exciting episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your uh, ebullient host, Debo. It's cold up here. You know, it's cold right now, and it's a little. I'm a little sniffly. I'm a little congested. Oh no! And I think it's just because it's cold. My dog didn't even want to take a walk today. Oh, that's cold. It, it was cold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's cold. He he walked around the block and then walked straight back to the front door and is like, "I'm done with this." It was like it was like 50 degrees today, wasn't it? We went out after we went out a little bit later in the day, so it was more like 40. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, and you know it, it's Arkansas, so we're not exactly used to the super duper cold. So any listeners we may have in climates that are not in the South, forgive us. Um, we don't we don't usually deal with super duper cold, but once or twice a year. Neil, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. How's everything going for you, Kells? Man, I cannot complain. At all, really, right now. I'm feeling good. Well, you could complain. I could, but who would really listen? Mm, I don't know. I tune you out most of the time anyway. <laughs> See? Point point proven. But I'm feeling great. So for everybody out there, I want to give a little inside slice on how podcasts work. See, you speak into a microphone, and... You record it and you upload it and people download it and listen. Pretty simple. But people can download us and listen to us all over the world. And we get that information. Right, Neil? We do. And we've done some analytics to see who's listening to us and how many people. And we love each and every one of you, by the way. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And it turns out that we're... We're kind of a thing in Australia. You know, I'm not saying we're we're super duper huge, but there's a fair chunk of our audience from Australia. So I thought I would ask questions about Australia. That sounds awesome. All right. That's fair. All right. Are you guys ready for question one? Well well, wait, are we are we gonna be translating from English to Australian on the fly, or are we just gonna assume that they can understand us? Well, I thought when you uploaded yeah. it, it translated oh, okay. from English to Australian. That may be what. It's a kind of Star Trekky. I think it handles it on the back end, so our neighbors in Australia can enjoy our show as is. Awesome. So it's like Han and Chewie almost. Yes. We don't see the magic happening. We just know that we understand each other. That's exactly right. Whoa. That is exactly the way it All is. Right. It's the most accurate I'm going to be this evening. So I'm very happy about that. So I think for accuracy's sake, to make sure everything's above board, Neil, you need to explain the rules. Well, every week we have a theme. And within that theme, we've got six categories with four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points with maybe a bonus thrown in for good measure here and there. And then a final question where we can wager any or all of our points. That's it. Excellent. 
Well, my first category that I want to I want to challenge you guys with is some basics about Australia. Basic Australian knowledge. Okay. Okay. Right. Question one is as basic as it gets. I want you to spell Australia. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Well, let's go with Kels. Spell Australia. Australia. A-U-S-T-R-A-L-I-A. Australia. Neil, spell Australia. A-U-S-T-R-A-L-I-A. You are both correct. I didn't even have to use it in a sentence or tell you the part of speech. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Ten points for each of you. There Now, this question is kind of a joke question. It's almost like a bonus ten points for you guys. It's very easy. I give this question because in my research, I found out that there's a lot of people out there, apparently, who misspell Australia by putting the I before the L, like Aust, Australia. Really? Yeah. It's a relatively common misspelling from what I was able to glean. So I wanted to see if you guys were on it, and you are. Ten points for each of you. Question two is not going to be that easy. What is the capital of Australia? Locked in. Locked in. Neil? Canberra. Kells? Ooh, I wrote Sydney. Uh, The correct answer is Canberra. I feared that. You should have. Because your answer was incorrect. (laughs) I got that the first time. Thank you. I I don't need to reemphasize that your answer was indeed incorrect. No, not at all. I thought the correct answer was Canberra, not Sydney. (laughs) The correct answer is Canberra. Oh, so Kel's got it wrong? He did. Okay, just clarifying. Man. I'm glad I'm glad I'm trained in boxing. <laughs> I'd love to share I'd love to share with you what I've learned. Question number three. Australia is made up of six states and two territories. For one point each, name these states and territories. If you successfully get name all eight, I will give you two bonus points. Locked in. Oh shit! I thought it was something. I don't know if this is right. All right, I'm I'm done fooling myself. I'm locked in. <laughs> You're done fooling yourself. Pretty much. Okay. So are you both locked in? Yes. Locked in. So Australia has six states. I'm gonna read them out. Sing out if you got. All right. Uh, New South Wales. Got it. Got it. Queensland. Got it. Got it. South Australia. Got it. Actually got it. Tasmania. Yes. Got it. Victoria. Yes. Don't don't got it. Western Australia. Got it. Got it. And the two major mainland territories that it has are the Australian Capital Territory. Got it. Is that also known as East Australia by chance? No. Uh no. Alright, I don't got it. And the Northern Territory. Is the Northern Territory called North Australia? I don't know. It's called North Northern Territory. 
Okay. Well, I don't have that one either. Okay. So how many do you have, Kells? I have five. Five points for you. How many point? Uh, how many do you have, Neil? I got all eight. Mm. That would be ten points for you. Congratulations. Yay, Neil. I love Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Did you grow up there too? No, I've never been. I've read a few books about it, though. Oh, I'm in for a doozy today. <laughs> Bill Bryson, I've, I've talked about some of his books before. He did a book called um, In a Sunburned Land, is what it's called. And it's all about some travels that he made in Australia. It's pretty interesting. Australia is amazing. I've always wanted to go. So if any of our listeners want to you know, throw some money at the Patreon... We'll come and do a live show at your house. It's <laughs> <laughs> up for a couple days, a little airfare. I don't have yeah, to. Fly. I don't have know, to fly for could... class. No, no, no we can no, do business. No. We'll slum it a bit. It's a slum bit. Uh, question number four: the last question in Australian basics. Question four in Australian basics. Australia is a nation and a continent unto itself, so it's got to be big. Within 500,000 square miles, how big is it? And for two bonus points, where does Australia rank on the list of the 10 largest countries on Earth in terms of total area? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Kels. I said 3 million... 700 and yeah, 3,700,000 square feet, uh, square, square feet, square miles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and uh, heart's bigger than that. <laughs> I just guessed uh, six. Okay. Because six was Dr. J's number. I like your reasoning, Neil. <laughs> so I'm a little ways away from Kells. I guessed uh, two and a half million square miles just because i have really no idea and i know it's pretty big so i said it's the fifth largest australia is two million nine hundred and forty one thousand three hundred square miles so you are you have made the cut (laughs) just barely neil kels you get the bonus points it is indeed the sixth largest country on earth I always knew Dr. J was clutch. He totally is. So at the end of round one, Neil, what are the scores? Kells has 17 and Neil has 40. And that makes this oh. what, Neil? It's, it's anybody's game. Right. <laughs> truly, truly it is. Well, we are now going to talk about, uh, for category two, Australian government and politics. Oh, I know. If you'll recall, I did this when we did the the Canada show. And it seems to trip people up, but I like to let folks know that, you know, we here in the States know that other governments exist and function in different ways than ours does. And it's okay. (laughs) Well, you're making an assumption that ours actually functions. You know, that's. that's, Yeah, yeah, you really are. (laughs) Remember to vote, kids. (laughs) (laughs) question one 
Who is the current Prime Minister of Australia? And I'll throw in a little hint. He is very, very new. I believe he became Prime Minister in August of this year. I'm locked in. Okay. All right, I'm locked in with a minister. <laughs> well, I want to hear who this minister is, Kells. Uh, I put... I put Minister Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> okay. Uh, Neil, what do you have? You know, as soon as you said I locked in with the minister, I was like, he put Farrakhan down. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I love that you know me, Neil. That's <laughs> I said Smith. <laughs> okay. Agent Smith. Uh, just any Smith. Just, uh, well, Will? the current prime, you're both wrong. Just, I know it's a shock, but uh, the current what? prime minister of Australia is a man named Scott Morrison. The trivia hmm. nugget I'd like to present to you guys is he is the third prime minister since 2013. So there has been a wow. bit of a tumultuous time in the, uh, in the Australian government lately. What's going on down there? Well, there's certain, much like we're dealing with here, there's certain elements of the right wing that disagree with the base of their party, which in a, a governmental system like Australia has means you need a coalition. And it appears that Scott Morrison was the compromise pick to be the prime minister. Hmm. Question number two. Australia is a member of the Commonwealth with Queen Elizabeth II at the apex of the political structure as Queen of Australia. What is that political structure? In other words, what type of government does Australia have? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm not sure if it's what you're asking, but I'm locked in with something. Okay. So, uh, uh, Neil, what, what do you got? I put down parliamentary monarchy. Okay. But I don't think I spelled parliamentary correctly. <laughs> I feel like there's an A that I'm missing somewhere. Well, there are I'll three just throw A's. it in there somewhere. There are three A's in parliamentary. I only got I only got two, so if that's going to count against me, I just I just want to let you know. <laughs> no, it just counts against yourself <laughs> for the knowledge that you did indeed misspell the word. Okay. Which is more painful than losing points sometimes. Not really. Okay. Nah, nah, not so much. Kells, what did you put down? Uh, something similar, I think. Uh, I want constitutional monarchy. Well, the the fun part of this answer is you're both right. The oh specific form of Australian government is a federal parliamentary constitutional monarchy. Okay. I got some of those words. <laughs> so you are, I'm going to give you both points because uh, the monarchy of Australia is very unique to Australia. And I have a wonderful trivia nugget about it because I thought it was so interesting. Well, lay it on us. Well, the monarchy of Australia is a form of government in which a hereditary king or queen serves as the nation's sovereign. Australia is governed under a form of constitutional monarchy 
largely modeled on the Westminster system of parliamentary government while incorporating features unique to the Constitution of Australia. Uh, the present monarch of Australia is Queen Elizabeth II. She is represented in Australia by the government general in, each, uh, uh, in accordance with the Australian Constitution. In each of the states, the monarch is represented represented pardon me, by a governor appointed directly by the queen on the advice of each of her representative state governments. So she's she has a more direct influence on the Australian government. It's pretty cool. Question number yeah. three. Australia has a mild two-party system, meaning there are a variety of political parties that have representatives in parliament, but the bulk of said representatives come from two dominant parties. Name one of these two for full credit. So I just want one of the two to give you all ten points. If you name them both, I'll give you a bonus two points. I'm locked in. Neil's pondering. I like when I can make you guys ponder. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing my job. I'm locked in. Neil, what do you got? Put labor and conservative. Kells, what do you got? Well, it took everything in me to not write house. But um, I also wrote down labor and conservative. You each get 10 points. The correct answers, it is the Australian Labor Party. And the other party is known as the Liberal National Coalition. Yeah. The LNC. The, no, Liberal National, I think. They actually just shortened it to Liberal. Oh. Question number four. Final question in Australian government and politics. Is Australia a G7 nation? Hmm. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. Kells? I put yes. Neil? I don't think it is. Neil would be correct. Uh. I will throw out some bonus points. If someone can tell me where their economy ranks internationally. Uh, 15th. Okay. Kelsey, got an answer? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Tiny Archibald on this one and say 10th. Well, you bracketed it. It was 13th. Man, I should have went with Wilt. I knew it. should have gone with Wilt. Never go wrong with Wilt. Yeah. At the end of round two, Neil, what are our scores? Kells has 37, Neil has 70. Anybody's game. And what does that make it? A what? Anybody's 70? <laughs> anybody's game. Is it all right if I don't show up after halftime? Uh, I sprain my ankle. Uh, <laughs> you twist your ankle. <laughs> well, I'm thinking you might feel better about Category 3. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Appreciate I'm, I'm not sure. Category 3 is music. Okay. <laughs> And much like the Canadian episode, I will name three hit songs by a popular Australian artist. You guys name the artist. Okay. Please tell, please tell me Jay-Z's from Australia. What? He grew up in Sydney. So please let that be a fact that was left out. Well, you know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is one of the five boroughs of Sydney. So <laughs> I, it's, it's a big borough. It's big, a big borough. borough. A yeah. capybara. 
man. Question one. The locomotion can't get you out of my head. Love at first sight. I'm locked in. I didn't. I don't know about the other two songs, but I'm pretty confident about the one. In the That's fine. I was. I was pretty confident about the first one, and I'm locked in. Kells. I believe it was Cammy from Street Fighter herself, Kylie Minogue. Hmm. Neil. I remember a long time ago hearing Kylie Minogue do a cover of Locomotion, so I went with that. It was her first big hit in the United States. Kylie Minogue is correct with the Locomotion, Can't Get You Out of My Head, which is a spectacular music video. Pinnacle, the art form. Can't Get You Out of My Head. Yes, sir. (laughs) And love it first. That was a pretty good video. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Uh, it was it was released off of the same album as Can't Get You Out of My Head. It's a good song. Okay. That's a pretty catchy song, though. Oh, my goodness. Question two. Who can it be now? Down Under. Overkill. Locked in. Oh. Uh, I think this is right. Uh, locked in. Okay, Kels. What do you think? I'm hoping it's Men at Work. Neil? It was Men at Work. It was indeed Men at Work. Question three. No, this doesn't really help me if you're getting these right, too. So I'm going to need you to take a bit of a dive to keep the (laughs) listeners involved. In the fifth, (laughs) your butt goes down. Well, you know what, Kells? You're going to bet everything at the end, and I'm not, and you're going to beat me. So it'll all work out. Yeah. Because when you double 49, I don't think you get to 180. We'll try. Question number three. All out of love, the one that you love, here I am. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. I'm locked in. No, I'm locked in. Okay. Neil, what do you have? The only one I recognize is All Out of Love. And if it's a song I'm thinking, then it's Air Supply. I didn't know they were Australian, though. But that was my answer. Kells? If it if it's Air Supply, I got this solely because of an SNL sketch <laughs> with uh, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan playing the two guys. Okay. It, it, it's, it's hilarious. So I'm going with Air Supply. It is Air Supply. They are indeed Australian. Final question in music. Chandelier, Elastic Heart, Unstoppable. Could you sing any of these? Uh, badly. I would take that better than what I got rolling around in my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm like in. Neil has expressed some doubt, Kells. This is your chance. <laughs> uh, I think think she's from there if this is even by a woman but uh, I'm, I'm locked in I have no idea wow Neil I was kind of torn between two both of which are probably wrong um, and I ended up with Olivia Newton-John that I'm not familiar with I'm not familiar with any of those songs <laughs> well she is def- she is definitively Australian because I saw Greece. 
<laughs> Kells. I went with Olivia Newton John. And now it's confirmed that she's at least Australian. So she is at least Australian. I'm in the ballpark with this. Indeed. One. You're on the right continent. The correct answer is Sia. She's Australian? She is Australian. Who's Sia? Amazing. She's a really, really good singer. She her uh her sh- one her shtick is she wears wigs so you, you don't see her face. Uh, you never see her face. And uh, her music videos feature a young girl named Maddie Ziegler, who is an amazing dancer, who is basically her. And her music videos are really really interesting. So I would recommend looking up Sia S I A, and checking out some of her stuff. It's really good. Neil, what are the scores? Here at halftime. At halftime, the scores are 67 for Kells and 100 for Neil. Anybody's game. This ankle is really bothering me, dude. You tape it up. We're going to tape it up, give you some treatment. You come out strong in the second half. I'm going to have to Kirk Gibson in the second half. You will. You may have to limp around the bases, but you'll be all right. So if you're enjoying the show... And enjoying listening to all this fascinating Australia talk. I am enjoying it. Check us out on Twitter. I'm glad, <laughs> Neil. So why don't you check us out on Twitter and see what else we have to say. Um, you can leave us suggestions, comments, some questions even. We'll do our best to answer them. We try. We're also on Facebook. We have some email addresses that I'll mention at the end of the show. But you can email us directly if you have something you want us to do a show topic about, and we have a Patreon just in case you want to throw a few ducats our way so that we can achieve our dream of petting koala bears in Australia. That would be fun. I would love to pet a koala, except they apparently have horrible diseases. Oh, well, why didn't you tell me that before I said that would be fun? Well, I I felt like you led me down a very terrible path. I didn't want you to be deterred by the incurable chlamydia, okay? The persistent okay. persistent chlamydia. Didn't want you to be, <laughs> you know. Is it chlamydia or gonorrhea? Neil, you may need to edit that part out. Well, I think this may this last category, this next category, I should say, may lean more toward Kells than Neil. Category oh. five is actors and actresses. Uh. <laughs> I got a chance. A palpable sound of disgust from Neil. Unless these same actors and actresses popped up in those books that he read. I might might have a chance. Well, we're going to do this in a similar fashion to the music category. I will list three actors or actresses. Okay. Two of them are Australian. One of them is not. You need to tell me which one is not. Are we clear? Sure. We all clear. All right. Question one. Eric Bana, Jeffrey Rush, Russell Crowe. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Kells. I went with Academy Award winner Jeffrey Rush. Neil? I'm pretty sure the last one was. The other two is a toss-up. I'm not even really sure who they are. So I went with Eric Bana. The correct answer is Russell Crowe. Where's Russell Crowe from? New Zealand. Oh. Okay. Eric Bana and Jeffrey Rush are both Australian. I did not know that. 
Russell Crowe is New is from New Zealand. Huh. I've learned something today. Well, I hope you learn more. <laughs> I'm going to keep at it. Question two. Tony Collette, Kate Winslet, Rose Byrne. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Might as well have a three-sided Tells. coin to flip. <laughs> <laughs> I went That's with called Kate. a triangle. <laughs> I went with Kate Winslet. I'm sorry. Academy okay. Award winner Kate Winslet. Academy Award winner Kate Winslet. Neil? Rose Byrne? The correct answer is Kate Winslet. Yay. Kate Winslet is from Great Britain. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Tom Hiddleston, David Wenham, Ben Mendelsohn. I've heard of Neil feels like you made up at least two of those. I do. I don't know who they are. (laughs) David Wenham played uh, Faramir. Okay. In The Lord of the Rings. And Ben Mendelsohn was uh, the bad guy in Rogue One and the bad guy in Ready Player (laughs) One and the bad guy in probably three other movies. Is he the new um? Oh, what's his name? Michael Ironside. Like he never plays. Uh, he, a good he does, he's not as imposing as Michael Ironside, but he's good. Well, no one is except for Mister T. I wonder if he played the bad guy in any movies I saw. <laughs> I can't yeah, help no. if he didn't see Ro- Ready Player One or Rogue One. I'm like, so he was uh, Krennic. Uh, yeah, been... the yeah. Okay, all right. I'm locked in. So in Neil, you're locked in. What is your answer? Uh, Mendelssohn. <laughs> Kells, you're locked in. What is your answer? I went with uh, Thor's little brother, um, Tom Hiddleston. The correct answer is Tom Hiddleston. He is from Great Britain. Kells getting a little bit cocky here, isn't he? No, he's, I, I really he's like that himself. Song. Oh yeah, you like Hail Britannia. I mean, it it worked for the British Bulldog. It was his theme. I'm a wrestling yeah. theme guy. Okay, I I gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question number four: Abby Cornish, hmm. Naomi Watts, Portia de Rossi. Uh, I know one for sure. Is Australia. I'm like, I've never heard Portia de Rossi outside of um, Arrested Development. So I I know her from two shows. What's the other one? She was on um, uh, Ally McBeal. Uh, she was on Ally McBeal. Does she have an accent? She's also Mrs. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, I don't know Abby Cornish at all. I've heard that name, but I, I I'm not Cornish sure if I know her work. Was in Sucker Punch. She was one of the, and she was also in the remake of RoboCop. She was RoboCop's quote unquote widow. Hmm. Okay. Um. I got something down. I'm locked in. Neil, are you locked in? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what are you locked in with then, Mr. Grumpy Butt? Uh, the one <laughs> the one actress that I was familiar with in that list is uh, Portia de Rossi, and the two things I've seen her in, she doesn't have a strong Australian accent, so either she's a good actress or not Australian, or maybe she was just born there. I don't know, but that's what I went with. Portia de Rossi. Yes. Okay. Kells. Uh, not knowing Abby Cornish really did me in. I know Naomi Watts is from Australia. So I went with Portia de Rossi. The correct answer is Naomi Watts. What? She's she not was Australia. born in Great Britain. Did she grow up in Australia? She spent some time in Australia. Yes. And she lived in Australia, but she was born in Great Britain. Wow. Well, I made up a little ground. You did. Neil, how much ground did Kells make up? He made up 20 grounds. That's a lot of grounds. <laughs> uh, which brings our score to 87 grounds to 100 grounds. <laughs> so it's anybody's ground. It really is. Uh, no one owns the ground. <laughs> Well, our final category before the big the big finale is science and nature. Except that there's two more categories. Yes, two more categories. Are there two? There should be. Yeah. Yes, there yeah. are two. There are okay. two. Edit that, please. Um, <laughs> our, I got our next category is science and nature. Oh, no. I know you hate that. Is it a oh no for me because you're going to kill this one? And all my little confidence just gets like jolly stomped? Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's licking his chops. <laughs> licking his chops. Question one. Huh. Are marsupials exclusively Australian? Locked in. <laughs> I'm locked in. Neil? No. False. Kells. I wrote no because I thought it would be like a, a trick, like a gotcha question. And so I wrote no. I was kind of shooting for a little bit of a gotcha question, but you both evaded my clever trap. Which, so the correct answer is no. <laughs> they are not us exclusively Australian. Uh, Neil, can you tell me which marsupial is not Australian? Opossums. Opossums. Yay. Question two. Uluru, or mm. as it was formerly known, Ayers Rock, is one of the great natural wonders. Within 250 feet, how tall is Uluru? And bonus points if you can tell me what kind of geological formation it is and what it is made of. Sort of locked in. I'm not sure what you mean by what kind of rock it is. That's literally what I mean. What type of rock is Ayers Rock made of? But it sounds like there's two parts, though. It is. There, Ayers Rock is a specific type of geological formation. And I, if, I will give you bonus points if you can tell me that specific geological formation. I'm locked in. Okay. Neil, you locked in first. What have you got? I know it's pretty darn tall, and it kind of sits right out in the middle of a vast flatness. 
I'm gonna just take a stab at about three thousand square or three thousand feet. Um, and I know it's made out of sandstone. And since it's a single rock out there all by itself, I'm uh, I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but I put monolith for the type of formation, which means single rock. Okay. Yes. Okay. Kells, what have you got? Um, I wasn't sure how tall it was at all. Um, so I just said like twelve hundred feet, and um, okay. I went with sandstone because I think it's it's a lot of dirt, sand, just work. <laughs> um, and <laughs> as far as a uh, shape, I went with rock shape. <laughs> It's well, you're not wrong, but you're not what I'm. That's not what I'm looking for. Uh, the height of Uluru is one thousand one hundred and forty-two feet. Whoa, Kells! I got one. So Kells, you got that correct. Um, it is sandstone. There's different. There's feldspar. Different types of sandstone. I'm looking for sandstone. Okay. So you both got the. Uh, you got two bonus points for that. And in the formation it is, the type of formation it is, it is it is an Inselberg. Inselberg. Which translates literally to Island Mountain. It is a prominent, isolated, residual knob or hill that rises abruptly from and is surrounded by extensive and relatively flat erosion lowlands in a hot, dry region. So it looks really, really tall because everything around it is flat, utterly flat. But it's not as tall as you think. I thought I always thought of it as being very, very tall as well, but it's ultimately not that tall. So, so to summarize, Kel's got twelve points, and I got two. You got two. All right. Question number three in science and nature. The first Australian to win a Nobel Prize was Howard Florey in 1945. He shared the prize in medicine with Alexander Fleming and Ernst B. Chain. What was his contribution? I.e., what did he win the prize for? Oh, not specifically what was he as part of the team, but what did the team win for? What the team win for? Yes. Okay. I'll take what the team wants. Okay. Um, okay. I have a hint, but... Uh, well, I'll, I'll take it. Do you mind if I give the hint, Neil, or shall I hold Well, up? since Kells is within three points of me right now, I don't want him to have a hint. <laughs> oh, That's... you cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer to this one. Uh... <laughs> I feel like I do too, but mm, I know. Why do I know Fleming? Wasn't she a figure skater? That was Peggy, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he wrote. Uh, uh, he wrote um, James Bond, right? James Bond. It's it's Ian. It's oh. Ian. Hmm. Well, geez, maybe I got it wrong. I thought he won the Nobel Prize for, for James Bond. Oh, okay. I'm locked in. I think 
I think this is okay. Him. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Neil because he he's very sure of himself. Um, yeah, uh, Ian Fleming, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, I know is uh, one of the co-discoverers of penicillin. So that's what I. I want. Ooh. Oh. Oh yes. 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 Okay. Let me if take a wild noticed, guess and <laughs> if you hadn't noticed, that. yeah, I think did you get that answer, Kells? I went with discovering penicillin. You are both correct. He was one of the three members of the team that discovered penicillin. My hint was it literally changed the world and saved an estimated two hundred million lives. Uh, who who does, who did smallpox? Uh, smallpox was who uh, discovered Salk? the vaccine. No, he was Salk. Salk, Salk Jonas Salk. Was he okay, polio? Jo- yeah, he was Salk po- was Jonas polio. Salk was polio. Okay. I don't know. Uh, hang smallpox. On, hang on. Okay, because that, this—that's what oh, I was um, thinking Jenner. at first. Okay. Dodge the bullet. Okay, continue on, sir. I'm sorry. Final question in science and nature: The Great Barrier Reef has recently come under threat from climate change and pollution. It is the largest living thing on Earth, and it can be seen from space. So this is a two-part question. Might be a little complicated. Okay. Here we go. For five points, within 500, how many individual reefs make up the Great Barrier Reef? For another five points within 25,000 square miles what is the area over which the great barrier reef spreads i'm locked in i'm locked in neil um i know it's massive it stretches for like a thousand miles or something like that and so i guessed 200 or 2,000 individual reefs and for the square mileage i figured if it's a thousand miles and maybe 10 miles wide on average then that would be a hundred thousand okay kells i went with uh 2400 individual reefs making you know voltron it up and being all great Yeah. yeah and um I went a little high for the for the square mileage. I said two hundred and fifty thousand square miles. The Great Barrier Reef is composed of twenty over, so we're gonna just leave it at this number, uh, twenty nine hundred individual reefs. So Neil, you said two thousand. Yep. And Kells, you said how many? Uh, twenty four hundred. So you got it right. By the skin of your teeth. Dang, Kells. Yeah. Lucky lucky guessing my patoot off. And the square mileage that it covers, the area, is 133,000 square miles. That was not within... uh, Your guess, Neil, was 100,000. Is that correct? Right. Uh, you missed that by you missed the cutoff by eight thousand square miles, Good. and you overshot Kells. 
By a lot. By a bit. <laughs> so at the end of that round, at the end of round five, uh, Neil, what are the scores? Kells has 129, and Neil has 122. Ooh. Anybody's game. <laughs> Anybody's game. Well, this last category is is a fun one. Uh, it's Australian slang. Oh, boy. So I am going to give you a term, and if you need me to, I have a sentence I can use it in. And then you give me what it means. Okay. Okay. So what I'll, I'll say the I'll say the term first. You guys tell me if you want the sentence before you lock in, and then I'll give you the answer. Sound good? Yep. Sounds good. Term one, maccas. Would you like a sentence? Yes, I would. Sure. Let's head over to maccas for a bite. Locked in. Yeah. Also locked in. All right. What do you got? Uh, McDonald's. Neil? Mickey D's. Mickey D's is correct. In fact, on their advertising and signage, it doesn't say McDonald's. It says Macca's in Australia. Huh. We should clarify. For so what does McDowell say? We should clarify for our Australian user, our Australian listeners, that uh, Mickey D's is a slang for McDonald's in the U.S. If you didn't know. It is indeed. Yes, I did, it just didn't even occur to me to do that. Neil, thank you. <laughs> of course, Mickey D's. I get my Big Mac at Mickey D's. Uh, question two: Bludger. Mm. Bludger. Do use it in the sentence, please. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't such a bludger, he'd have gotten his chores done by now. I'm locked in. I believe that would be both of us locked in. Okay. Um, Neil, what do you have? Uh, From my initial thought was something along this lines, and then your sentence kind of confirmed it. It's uh, a lazy person. Okay. Kells? I wrote down slacker. That is acceptable as a lazy person. You are both correct. This next one, this next question is pretty ubiquitous. Even in America, we, we know what this term generally means. So it's kind of a, of a freebie. Hmm. Uh, Sheila. Locked in. Can I get this one in the sentence? Check out that Sheila. I'm locked in. Neil. A female human. Kells. I went with a lady. Correct answer is a female human lady. <laughs> Our final question before the wager of doom. Bottle-o. I'm locked in. Bottle-o. I, could I hear it in a sentence? No. You did that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you object, Neil? No, go ahead. Bottle O. Let's stop at the Bottle O on the way to the party. I don't like that. Neil? Um, An alcohol store. Kells? I want a bar. The correct answer is a alcohol store, a place that sells. Well, it's called different things in different countries. In America, it's called a liquor store. 
Oh, okay. So it's not a bar per se. It's a place you go to pick up booze to take, take with home. You. Gotcha. Take home. Yes. So before we enter the final wager of death and doom and destruction and all those things, Neil, can we have the scores? Did you? Did I get credit for that for alcohol shop? You absolutely did. Okay. In that case, the final score is an extremely close 159 for Kells and 162 for Neil. Oh my goodness. Dead heat. Virtual dead heat. Three, wow. Three point game. Yeah. Love it. Well, if you recall, Neil, I believe you were there. I don't know if Kells was. I This will be a very similar question to the a Canada episode that we did. The topic, the final question, is all about Australian cities. I'm locked in with my wager. I'm locked in with my wager. Excellent. The <laughs> final question. What are the top 10 most populous cities in Australia. You will receive full credit should you answer seven of the 10 most populous cities in Australia. While Kells and Neil are pondering, I would like to thank all of our listeners in Australia for listening to our little show in Australia, in Arkansas, USA. And we hope you continue, and I hope that the questions I have written have done your wonderful nation some justice. I'm locked in. Okay. I surprised myself by naming 10 cities in Australia. Well, I can't I'm do impressed. that. I'm don't, impressed. I don't think <laughs> I could have before I did the research. That's... Well, I'm pretty sure I know all the, all the state capitals, so that's six. And then... One of the ter- two, two of the territory capitals, but I don't know if they're all the biggest. All right, I'm locked in. Okay, I am going to read the answers. Uh, you sing <sighs> out if you have them. I'm going to read it in order of population from most to least. Okay. In case you were curious, in 2017, Sydney was the largest city in Australia with a population of just a titch over five million. Got it. Got it. Number two, with 4.8 million, is Melbourne. Got it. Got it. Number three, pretty big drop off, 2.4 million, Brisbane. Got it. Got it. Uh, just over 2 million is Perth. Got it. Got it. Uh, 1.3 million, Adelaide. Got it. Got it. Then a big drop off to six hundred and ninety three thousand, Gold Coast. Got it. Don't don't got it. Uh, with four hundred ninety one thousand, Newcastle. Nope. Don't got it. Uh, with four hundred forty seven thousand, uh, the capital, which was Canberra. 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 I, I got that one. Thanks to Neil. Uh, <laughs> with 375,000, uh, Sunshine Coast. Son of town. Got it. That is a town. <laughs> I know. Like I know. A, sounds, like a, sounds like, like a, a song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'd heard of Gold Coast before, but not Sunshine Coast. And number 10 
with just under 300,000 is a name I am going to butcher. And for our Australian listeners, I apologize. Wollongong. Got it. You got Wollongong? <laughs> no, I didn't get Wollongong. <laughs> I was about to say, come on, man. <laughs> well, I remember reading this book on Australian geography when I was waiting for Thai food in Baltimore. <laughs> so how many do you have, Kells? I have a lowly six. Oh. I, Neil? I have exactly seven. <laughs> wow. Was it the Gold Coast that that put you over the edge? It was, because I think Coast. the others were all for all you. The others were all uh, capitals, I think. Sydney, Miami, they are Brisbane, all capitals. Earth, Adelaide, yeah. So I also had Hobart, Darwin, uh, and then the other one um, was Cairns. Well, Kells, for you wrestling nerd, a fellow wrestling nerd, <laughs> uh, Tony Storm. Is from Gold Coast. Really? Yeah, she's pretty good. She's from Gold Coast. That's the only reason I knew it existed on the planet <laughs> until I did this research. I, I, I'd heard that before, but I didn't know where Gold Coast was. Like, I would put it like in Africa. It's just because there's it does an sound Ivory like it Coast be next there. To too. Ivory Coast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kells. You were unsuccessful in getting seven cities. What did you wager? Uh, I, I wagered a grant, so I put 50 on it. Oh, 50, which means his, his total is what, Neil? 109. 109. Neil, you were successful in naming seven cities. I was. What did you wager? Well, I assumed that Kells was going to bet at all like he has in the last few games so i bet one or two points above that to make sure <laughs> that if i if we both got it right that i would win oh, so goodness. i ended up wagering 160 oh. brings my total to 322 Ooh. 322 which is not your record it's close but not your record knocking on the door so, Neil, you're the proud winner of today's Australia game and the proud holder of the top two scores in brain ladle history. Congratulations. Wow. You you must Thank be you. very proud. I am. And now I want to go visit Australia even more. Yeah. yeah. Go to the Gold Coast. They won you a, a, some accolades. <laughs> they do. While I will go visit Wagga Wagga. So a wagga wagga, have you pronounce it? Because that's where I did. Wollongong. No, well, there's a, there's this. I'm pretty sure there's a city in Australia by the name of Wagga Wagga. Well, if any of our Australian listeners can tell us on the Twitter at Ladle Brain if there is indeed a city called Wagga Wagga, we would be very appreciative. You can also check us out on Facebook. You can check us out with our individual web interfaces known as email addresses. We have Kells at brainladle.com. We have Neil at brainladle.com and we have Davo at brainladle.com. We also have a website, brainladletrivia.com and we have a Patreon. Check it out. See what you think. Throw a few bones our way. 
you might get a coffee cup. So from everybody here in Arkansas, USA, this is Davo with Neil. So I want to know um, from our Australian listeners, I've heard, I don't know that I want to go to the Gold Coast because I've heard that Queensland Queenslanders are crazy. And so I'm a little bit nervous to go there. I'd like some confirmation on that, please. Before I plan my trip. <laughs> okay. Kells. Don't be a bludger. Visit your mother. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Seating podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved. Yeah, it was a good groove, man. Oh, Neil died. No, no. it was the god of the other god of. <laughs>